This is Tuesday, November 10th, and it's our morning prayer time. I'd like to read from 2 Chronicles chapter 33, verse 14 down to verse 16. Afterward, he built an outer wall for the city of David west of Gihon in the valley and for the entrance into the fish gate and carried it around Ophel and raised it to a very great height. He also put commanders of the army in all the fortified cities in Judah, and he took away the foreign gods and the idol from the house of the Lord, and all the altars that he had built on the mountain of the house of the Lord and in Jerusalem, and he threw them outside the city. He also restored the altar of the Lord and offered on it sacrifices of peace offerings and of thanksgiving. And he commanded Judah to serve the Lord, the God of Israel. Now, when I was in college, I was invited to be part of a team to bring a series of worship services to a little country Baptist church. Each member of our team was assigned to live with a family that was part of the church. And when I arrived at the home where I would be staying, I saw something striking. In the driveway was a car with the words painted on the side, God's car. I am not making this up. I wondered what the story was behind this car and what it was like to drive this car around town. Well, I didn't have to wait long to hear the story. The owner of the house was a man in his 60s that had lived for one thing for all of his life. It was his business. Sure, he came to faith in Christ as a young man, But he spent years telling God he would have time for him when the time was right, when he reached success. But before then, he was just too busy. Now, this man was in his 50s when he had a massive heart attack and death came knocking at the door. Now, God had his attention. And it was then that he realized he'd gotten everything wrong. His life had always belonged to God and everything he had His home, his successful business and family, he knew was a gift of God. This is why he had those words painted on his car, and this became the theme of his life. He didn't divide his life between business and God. No, he knew that God was engaged in every aspect of his life. Now, the scene we read from the book of 2 Chronicles tells what happened after the king Manasseh came to faith in God. Though he was Hezekiah's son, and though Hezekiah walked with the Lord, well, Manasseh had his own plan. He took the throne at the age of 12 and did everything he could to make it his own. Indeed, he even recrafted worship at the temple and set up his own idol there in place of God. Now, we're told that Manasseh did things far worse than any of the surrounding pagan neighbors. I don't think that God didn't speak to Manasseh. He did. But Manasseh and the people refused to listen. They would have nothing to do with the Lord. Then came Manasseh's fall. The Assyrian army showed up, captured Manasseh, and put a hook through his nose and shackles on his arms and legs and led him like an animal to Babylon. That's when Manasseh had his chance to repent. When he was playing the game by his own rules, he wanted nothing to do with God. But in the darkness of a prison, Manasseh experienced a genuine conversion. 
We're told that God heard his prayer and freed Manasseh. And Manasseh knew that the Lord was God. Wow. Talk about a turnaround. In this one man, we see the worst sort of idolatry and the most beautiful repentance. He was never the same. That's what happened to the man I met that day. Everything was going fine in his life. He had no time for God. And then he found himself in an ICU unit clinging to life. It was there his perspective was changed and his life too. He told me that his car was not the only thing that was God's. His house, his business, and everything else. Lock, stock, and barrel. Most important, he had become God's man. And that's what happened to Manasseh. He shows us how far we can stray from the Lord and still how willing God is and ready God is for us to return to him. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, your mercy is surprising. We easily become impatient, but you are patient waiting for us to come to you for life. Thank you for never giving up on us. Help us to see the magnitude of your mercy so that we also never give up on others. For we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.